Welcome to Strong Not Starving, my name is Marcus Kane, and if you want to beat binge eating and create a rewarding dynamic with food, exercise and body image, you're in the right place. The information in this podcast is not intended as a substitute for medical advice. First of all, Happy New Year. It's January, we're here, we're still here. Last year was a really amazing year for this podcast. I just want to like thank everybody who supported this podcast last year, who started following, who tuned into episodes. Like really, thank you so much. Um, I, I'm terrible at articulating how I feel about these kind of things. Um, but the, the growth uh, that this podcast has seen last year and the, the number of people who have reached out to me and, and just said, you know, that, that this podcast is making a difference. It, it just means a lot to me. And I, I want to thank you for showing up last year the way you did. And I'm 100% committed to delivering great info for you this year and a lot more help on this road to, you know, a fulfilling and, and happy dynamic with exercise and food and body image and all this stuff that can go horribly wrong but also can be just an incredible thing when done right. So let's get into it. Today, I really want to talk about something that will fly in the face of a lot of the crap that usually goes around in January, like the new year, new me stuff, you know, the stuff that happens in spring, the this exercise program, that exercise program, this diet, that diet, get ready for summer, all this crap. And the fact that a lot of uh, trainers, a lot of people out there start giving out templates for programs like do this program, do that program and this many reps and sets of this and run for this long and whatever. And I wanted to bring your attention to something that caused me a lot of issues in my own relationship with exercise uh, and food, to say the least, and also how to fix it, how to get on top of it and how to make sure that Whatever you're doing with diet and exercise, you're doing it from a position of it that actually being fulfilling and successful and, you know, something that serves you for the long term. So in 2017, after, you know, a decade of work in the fitness industry and, you know, 15 years of over 15 years probably of training in gyms just personally or whatever at that point, I was in such a rough place in terms of how I was feeling in my own body. Like I was tired. I had to rely on caffeine to get me motivated to exercise. I'd really lost my enthusiasm and was just doing things from a position of obligation, like being afraid of, of what would happen to my body or what would happen to my physique or, you know, just what, what would become of me as a person if I let go of this uh, exercise regime and exercise habit that, you know, to be honest, at the time, I was just not feeling anymore. I was turning up to the gym kind of half-heartedly. Um, there was no system to my training. Like the measure of success that I was using was how tired I was able to make myself at the end of every session. Like, you know, if I wasn't tired enough at the end of a session, I considered that a failure. There was no variation in my workout intensity. Like every session was about doing just as much as I could do and or maybe even just spending a minimum amount of time at the gym. And aside from affecting my enthusiasm in a really less than desirable way, I was just in pain all the time. Uh, back pain and elbow pain, especially like I remember sitting at 
the uh, reception desk at the gym that I was working at at the time. And just like in 2018, I was actually working at a gym again, in a gym again. And I remember sitting there just thinking like, I can't fucking deal with my body feeling like this anymore. Like at the end of the day, I was just in pain constantly. I'd lost my enthusiasm for exercise. My back was hurting. My elbows were hurting and I had to make some changes and things have come such a long way since then. Like during those days, the only positive feedback that I got from exercise was the way that I would feel when I'd look in the mirror on a good day. I'd say that very intentionally on a good day because there were a lot of bad days. The only positive kind of feedback I got was when I would look in the mirror on a good day and think, yeah, things are going well. I had no comprehension of what it felt like just to feel good in my body and to feel good while training and exercising. Like training and exercising was just this thing that I did, this thing that I kind of pushed myself through in order to experience the, I guess, quote, reward of standing in front of the mirror at the end of it and going, yeah, today was a good day. Things have changed so much since then with the approach that I have began to use and that has evolved since those days with me and exercise. And I wanted to share a bit about that with you today. And I started thinking about this for a couple of reasons. One of them was a really great thought-provoking conversation I had with a client uh, just before Christmas. And another thing was an, a, just a really cool experience that I had, again, just before Christmas when I had to take my car in to get its you know annual MOT and roadworthy checkup and all that kind of thing. They did all the checks and everything and said, yeah, like... Everything's cool, but we've got to put new brake pads in it or something like that. If you leave it with us for the afternoon, we'll, you know, we can do that, come back and get it at the end of the day. And I was like, okay, cool, no problem. And this was on a Friday afternoon. So I was like, okay, uh, if, do you want me to come and get it tomorrow morning? Or like, is are you open tomorrow? Is that okay? Or like, is later this afternoon, like the only window of time before the weekend? And they were like, yeah, we close on the weekend. So come and get it tonight, like when we finish. So I was like, okay, no problem. I went back home and got back to work. The afternoon's like continuing on, time's ticking by and I get to like 5 p.m. and I haven't heard from this garage. So I call them and said like, hey, um, is the car ready? Uh, do you want me to come and get that? And they were like, yeah, we've been trying to call you all afternoon. You know, the car's ready, but if you want it before the weekend, if you want to have the car over the weekend, then you need to be here to collect it within 20 minutes. I don't know exactly how far away it was, but I immediately just went and put my running shoes on and was like, okay, the only way I'm going to have a chance of making it is if I literally run to the mechanic. And recently there's been a lot of emphasis in my training and exercise on not lifting as heavy as possible all the time and doing that kind of like hero shit but more I've been placing an emphasis on a bit more endurance just a bit more work capacity and just being able to move my body uh, in a way that is a bit more functional like I hate that word functional because people use it in weird ways to market terrible training programs but I moved away 
in the last six months from just lifting heavy all the time just because I felt like I should be because I felt like I should be able to deadlift this much and I should be able to squat this much and I should be able to bench press this much and was like look fucking hell I realized that I was like not looking forward to training sessions and it felt like a bit of a grind so I was thinking all right what would I really like to do and so I started doing more cardio and some more kettlebell stuff and more body weight work and I've just been enjoying that and that brings me to this point of like, okay, I had to just put on my running shoes and just get to the garage as quickly as possible, like get to the mechanic as quickly as possible so that I would have my car for the weekend. So I put on my running shoes, walked out the front door on my house and just started running. And, you know, it was the most incredible experience through allowing myself to exercise and train in the way that I've felt most inclined to rather than train in the way that I felt like I should be over the last six months. My body was moving really, really well. There was no pain. There was no soreness. And my stamina and endurance was like something I've never really experienced before or not since I was a teenager, at least. I ran from my front door to the mechanic And my breathing rate didn't even increase. It was just the coolest experience. It just felt so amazing and so liberating to be able to do something like that. To be able to just put on some running shoes and hit bolt over to the mechanic without getting out of breath. It was incredible. So naturally, I made it in time to pick up my car and I had my car for the weekend. And, you know, the story has a happy ending. But really, it just reinforced this idea that... The way that we train, the way that we exercise, you know, needs to be more user friendly than getting a program from a trainer and just following that exact program, no matter how you feel, no matter how much time you have available and feeling like it's either doing those workouts or not doing anything at all. And this brings me to the that conversation that I mentioned having with a client recently when he's just started a new job, his schedule has completely changed And he has much less time than he did when we were, you know, working earlier in the year. And he said to me, like, how do I make exercise important without making it like the focal point of my day? And I thought it was a great question because people who have a lifelong fulfilling experience with exercise and training don't just follow a workout plan. Like they know how to create or modify workouts to serve their needs on any given day. As opposed to the trap that most of us fall into at one time or another, where we start looking at exercise and training through a very binary lens. It's like there's the workout that I'm meant to do. It's 40 minutes long. It contains these exercises and I either do that workout in full or I don't. And it sets us up to experience this intense like pass or fail type thing it's like we can either do the workout that's written on paper or we fall short of that in some way and feel like we've failed but this neglects the most important thing about exercise and a a really fulfilling and constructive and successful relationship with exercise and that that's obviously sustainability if something is inconvenient or you resent it or you don't like it You either won't stick to it or you'll sacrifice your mental well-being in the name of sticking to it. Neither of those things are anything close to an ideal outcome. 
So when it comes to creating a more fulfilling and successful experience with exercise, we need to be able to look at two primary variables and create something pretty simple around them. And these variables that I'm talking about here are looking at accessibility. So primarily like how much time you have available. And secondly, how you're feeling physically, emotionally, whatever it might be. Just to give you a really simple example, I'm going to split each of these up into three right now, three different categories, just to give you an idea of how a successful relationship with exercise that works long term for you and actually produces the experience that you want to have, like how that actually looks. So imagine if we split up accessibility like time into three categories, you've either got 10 minutes, 20 minutes or 40 minutes. And then when it comes to how you're feeling, you've got feeling good, feeling okay, and feeling shitty. Based on those six variables, there are nine different possible combinations. And if you only have one way to exercise, one workout to do, one philosophy, like only a very like pass or fail approach, then that's not going to be able to fit. That's not going to work for when you've got nine potential different situations. So say the workout that you've got or the workout that you are trying to stick to, the plan that you're trying to stick to works only when you've got 40 minutes available and you're feeling good. Or hypothetically, you know, it only works when you've got 20 minutes available and you're feeling either okay or feeling good. That still doesn't account for or allow for a very broad spectrum of availability and different levels of energy that someone will experience even just on a weekly basis. So we need to know how to adjust training sessions and how to adjust workouts so that we can still do something constructive and provide ourselves with a good experience, even if we're feeling shitty and only have 10 minutes available. So we need to know what to do and how to approach exercise if we're feeling okay and have 20 minutes available, if we're feeling shitty and only have 10 minutes available, if we're feeling good and have 20 minutes available, if we're feeling okay and have 40 minutes available, like we need to know how to adjust. And also we need to know when to call it a day, like when to call it quits, when to just label it like, okay, today is a rest day. And the question that my client asked me when we were looking at this matrix was, first of all, like, okay, what do I do if I'm, say, feeling shitty and I have 40 minutes available? And I was like, well, that's a great question, because part of the caveat of using something like this and looking at something like this is that you don't have to use all the time you have available. I would say if you're feeling shitty and have 40 minutes available, just do something for 10 minutes or 20 minutes of, you know, low to moderate intensity. You don't need to use all the time you have available. And this is a really key part in creating a dynamic with exercise, a relationship with exercise that positively reinforces itself. That if you feel like crap and you start moving your body and you start exercising and you don't start to feel better, then you need full permission to go, all right, I'm pulling the plug on this today. Forcing yourself through something like a 40 minute, 60 minute workout when you feel like crap and don't want to be there, that's not going to fill you with enthusiasm to show up again tomorrow. And it's that enthusiasm and desire to show up again tomorrow 
that is, like I believe, is one of the most important things to look at as an outcome from any given workout. We don't want to just be looking at workouts from the perspective of like, okay, did I burn this many calories or did I lift this much weight or whatever? Like, no, not really. Like when, when we, I, first of all, I don't believe in looking at calories burned from workouts as, as, as a constructive piece of information at all. Fuck that right off. That's not going to help you. That information is usually wildly inaccurate. And secondly, it creates a shitty dynamic with exercise. But if we're only looking at weight lifted or time spent training or distance ran or whatever it might be, and not taking into account whether or not you gave yourself a good experience that makes you want to show up again tomorrow, we're missing something really important there. We're missing an opportunity to create that positive feedback loop that contributes to you feeling intrinsically motivated. And people who have a great dynamic with exercise understand this. People who have like a lifelong, positive, fulfilling, constructive relationship with exercise understand this. These are things that I had to learn when creating a better relationship with exercise and training. And for me, this still requires a fair amount of attention, especially this year. I realized that I wasn't quite as far along with this. And sorry, by this year, I mean last year. Um, I haven't registered that it's 2024 yet. Yeah, it still requires a degree of attention for me to ask myself, like, am I doing this thing because I just feel obligated to do it in the name of hitting benchmarks for, you know, how I how part of me feels I should look or how strong part of me feels I should be due to what, social pressure or stereotypes, whatever. Like, am, am I working from a point of internalized pressure from the outside world and trying to meet other people's expectations or trying to live up to certain ideals? Am I doing that? Or am I doing this because I genuinely want to do it? And I had to check in with myself with the way that I was training, especially around, like I mentioned, like lifting heavy and expecting myself to just get perpetually stronger and stronger and stronger in the name of what? I don't fucking know. I'm not, I'm not going to be lifting any cars anytime soon. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm not a competitive power lifter. Yet I was putting this pressure on myself to just get stronger and stronger and stronger my workouts were getting longer and longer and the weight that I was lifting was getting heavier and I was getting more and more tired, more and more run down, more of my energy was going into training. So yeah, there were questions that I had to start asking myself, like, why am I doing this? And through the ramble that is this episode, what I'm trying to communicate with you is do something different this year, not just with exercise, but with food as well. If an athlete was injured, like they injured their ankle or something like that, first of all, they'd be expected to rest until the ankle was better. And then once their injury was better, they would be encouraged not to just do the thing that gave them the injury again. But so many of us are doing this in a less obvious way when it comes to our diet, when it comes to our exercise programs, We're doing things that steer us down problematic paths. We're doing things that make us unhappy. We're not allowing time to recuperate from those experiences. And even sometimes when we do, 
when we're done, we just get straight back to doing exactly the same shit or a version of the same shit that led us down that dark path in the first place. So with food, for example, if you've had bad or less than constructive experiences with restrictive diets, do your best not to see another version of restriction as the answer. It's like, okay, this particular diet limited my carbs and I had a bad experience with that. So I'm going to do something different by jumping on a different diet that limits my fats. That doesn't, that, that, that's the same thing. It's marketed as something different. So many of these diets are marketed as something different, but they're the same thing. If you've run into a difficult place with training or your diet, there's going to be a period where you need to allow yourself to rebound for that. There's going to be like an injury recovery period. It's not going to be as long as maybe you're concerned it might be, but there will be a period where you're like, okay, I need to take a step back and evaluate here. There needs to be a recovery period. And then from there, the way forward needs to take into account how the injury or how the unfortunate experience happened in the first place to make sure that just history doesn't repeat itself. I am creating a new resource that outlines some of these topics surrounding exercise, especially in a bit more of a methodical fashion. Again, it'll be another mini course. It won't cost very much. It'll be super accessible. And I encourage you to give this a shot. Give this new mini course a shot. If you are looking at ways to improve health, ways to improve your relationship with exercise, ways to essentially get where you want to be when it comes to your health. If you're looking at ways to do that, give this a shot before you jump on to something really expensive or just do another version of the same thing that didn't work last year. Give yourself the chance to do something different. And I can promise that one of these things that's going to be really important if you're looking at exercise, especially this year, if you're looking to, you know, start going to the gym or set up a space at home where you want to start training a bit more. Something to take into consideration is being able to create different approaches for different days based on how much time you have available and how you feel. Because if you put yourself in a position where you have a workout regime written out that just is like, okay, you either do these workouts or you don't do anything at all, that is setting you up to have a really terrible and unconstructive experience. So happy new year. My name's Marcus Kane. This was Strong Not Starving. I'll see you again soon.